0: That was the foxhole uh, one. That was the foxhole yeah. one.
1: your radio Roundtable. i'm katie wy7yl and today is tuesday april 13th this is a program about ham radio and in case you just weren't um, aware of what you just logged into <laughs> welcome to us live here on youtube tonight in addition to being here live on youtube you can also uh, you can also listen to us around the globe on uh, shortwave So if you're listening to us on the International Shortwave Station on WBCQ, 7490 kilohertz, we'd love to hear from you. So please send an email to Tom at W5KUB. Let us know where you're listening from and how it sounds. If you have any suggestions or comments or questions for the show, you can send them to us at the same email address. So we've got a great show for you lined up tonight of course as we always do but don't forget we need a little favor from you if you haven't already done so hit that subscribe button down there and give us a thumbs up that helps us with our algorithm so more hams will find us and join in the fun of the amateur radio round table here on tuesday nights it really helps us a lot so we really appreciate it and don't forget we can also join in all fun on our facebook group if you just look for the w5kub amateur radio Roundtable got a lot of fun things going on over there as well so don't forget if you subscribe to our show the little bell will go off and remind you send you an email perhaps let you know that we are live so with that welcome again here to our show tonight and let's pass it over to the boss tom w5 kv take it away
2: all right katie uh great job opening the show and you, you even added some to that they were just great uh, but your audio, <laughs> your audio stinks. Man, it stinks bad. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm seeing here. Everybody's saying yeah. my audio is terrible. I don't know
2: what's happening. Oh, crap. Sorry.
1: Yes.
2: But we'll, we'll get all this figured out uh, at some point. And I uh, just want to apologize to everybody watching out there tonight. Uh, we uh, we fired up the studio about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Everything looked good. But right about showtime, uh, the, our main camera would not... Uh, work with our system here. So uh, we've gone down to a $39 camera right now, and it's a little, not not real great, but, you know, hey, it's getting us by, okay? The chroma key is not adjusted very well, and I had to do all this kind of in the last minute. So $1,000 camera like this, you know, but $39 camera like this. So we're going to make it through the night here. Katie's going to be giving a prize out uh, a little later in the show here. Uh, Hey, um, I've got to do this on a 40-meter net tonight. We had a couple people, some that hadn't been on in a while. And we had one, his name is Van. He's down in uh, Beverly Hills, Florida. And uh, he really hadn't been watching the show because I think his wife has other things to watch during that time and he watches TV with her. So, uh, I told him, I said, if you bring up our show on on your TV and get your wife to watch it, I'll do a call-out, a shout-out to your wife tonight. So, Cindy, Cindy down in uh, Beverly Hills, I hope you're watching. This is going to be a great show. You and Van can watch this instead of, uh, I don't know, what would you watch down here, Miami Vice or something? What would you watch down in Florida? I don't know. I see Katie looking, but... I see Dwayne looking. Anyway, hey, Cindy, Van, thanks so much if you're watching man. Just want to do a shout out to you there. Uh let's see. Hey, tonight we're gonna to talk about a balloon launch maybe tomorrow night. And this is gonna be something special. It's gonna be a zero pressure balloon. We haven't done one of those before. Um Let's see, what else we got? Um You're gonna launch it at night tom yeah, in fact, uh, this one is it will be carrying some special batteries. They're not rechargeable, but they're special batteries uh, that will allow it to transmit uh, at minus 40 degrees. Now, the reason we're launching at night, I'll explain that more later, but because this is zero pressure, it's only going to stay up about 24 to 30 hours, and, w- and, and the sun will uh, uh, expand the gas, will lose gas. So... Uh, we're taking advantage of the nighttime to hit altitude. So we put some really cool lights on it, make yeah. it look like a flying saucer. Yeah. Hey, another. That'd pro- be awesome because it's so huge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think uh, it's amazing. Hey, another
2: project I want to talk about tonight is tree as an antenna, and and you know we talked a little about this last year on the show. I haven't had time to do it. The trees are starting to uh, turn green again now. Uh, the U.S. military did uh, extensive study on using a tree for, the, for an antenna. Now that does not mean you hang your antenna in a tree or stick it up there. That means using the tree for the antenna. So we're talking a little about that. I'm going to try to uh, we'll try to demonstrate that on the show here. So uh, we well, got a lot to talk about. Uh, I think Katie's got some shack pictures and so forth. Hey, let's see. Let's see if uh, Katie, uh, are, are you still distorted yep. or how are you doing?
1: i hope not we just found there was a setting in our zoom that was incorrect Incorrect. does it sound any better now
2: well i don't know i'll recite something
1: four score and 75 years ago
3: yeah Yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot better it may still be clipping a little bit but nowhere near what it was
1: well, it was, for some reason, it was picking up the webcam audio instead of my Heil, and I think that was part of the problem. Oh, that,
2: that would cause a, a big problem, probably. Yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. Yeah, that, okay. John
1: says you should make the lights flash in Morse code. Yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah, it still
2: doesn't sound really clean, but we're going to get by with this tonight. Uh, we're going to get by with it. Next uh, Tuesday, we'll have it fixed. Oh, man. Okay, so, hey, hey Glenn, let's just, well, first, Katie, anything <laughs> new happening with you down there? up there yeah. over there snow
1: how, how Wait, about snow want to talk to you? we've got some cool stuff cool stuff happening here with the devil's tower amateur radio club and the new president wy7fd happens to be sitting next to me and we just had some cool stuff i think i'm gonna pass it over to him and let him tell you guys what we've been doing because it's
4: pretty awesome I'm, we're, okay. we're really psyched actually <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna stick this right in front of my ugly face so yeah. nobody can see me. <laughs> um, yeah, we started the club. We had our first meeting via Zoom in January, and then person to face to face in March or February and March, and then we got access to a new clubhouse. Um, the Sunny Divide Community Center has given us rights to get into that uh, anytime we want to have a meeting and nothing else is going on. So we have a free venue. And they've given us pretty much leeway to do what we want to up there on the hill, and so it's, it's been so much fun. It, I can't can move ignore it that. Right. Sorry, sorry, that's uh, cool. but um, we started out with 13 people uh, on, the, on the Zoom meeting, and now we have just uh 22 or 23 members, and the county only has 54 hams, so that's uh Ooh. roughly roughly 48% of our our ham community has joined our ham radio club (laughs) and uh, we made a mandate right off the bat that we're going to have a demonstration or a show or or show and tell thing every meeting so you're not coming to a meeting and hearing everybody say I'll make a motion that um, somewhere in the in line we have a show and tell which is also fun and the venue has a, a good spot for eating so We usually have our meetings on Saturday. The meetings are at two and we eat at noon and everybody's gathered up and we set up antennas and play around till meeting time. And then meeting, we have a little short meeting and we go back to playing. Uh, It's, it's really been a different, a different experience for a lot of the hams that have been to clubs before. We had one that was a member of a, of a local ham club that said, you know, they never did anything over, over at X town. Uh, So, we thought, well, we must be doing something right. So well, that's, that's I'll add good. a couple things to that too. So hey, when, Katie, um, Katie, Katie, um, Katie. when we got
1: started with this, we joinedson yeah. an e- or we pulled off the from the FCC all of the local hams in the county and sent a letter out to everyone to say, "Hey, we want to get this club started, and what yeah, what have you so um <laughs> basically, um. <laughs> katie oh. katie ricardo says i still sound like katie, i'm katie, not
2: katie, quite katie, right everybody katie, says i sound better can you hear yeah. me katie? <laughs> hey, uh, can, katie, katie 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 can you hear me yeah, yeah i think you've got two mics on here because when Dwayne was talking in that mic we were hearing you perfectly and you weren't near that mic i i think i think you guys may have two mics running there but that's we're we're making it Yeah.
1: Something's still not right. Are you sure you plugged it in the right place? Uh, there's
2: no way I could plug it in the wrong place. Okay. Now wait a minute. Are, are you are you telling her there's no way you could do that wrong?
4: <laughs> no way you can plug a microphone into a computer in the wrong spot. Well, you can plug it in the headphone, but it won't work at all.
2: <laughs> well, have you checked your computer? It may be all mixed up. Okay. I'm sorry I, I didn't want to interrupt here, but we do have yeah. two. We do have two mics or something going on there. Katie, uh, push Go that. push that mic, Katie, Katie. let me
1: take a peek. So yeah. talk to Glenn. I'll be yeah. right back. Yeah.
2: Push that <laughs> mic. Hey, push that mic out of the way and, and talk to me, Katie. Push that mic out of the way and, and just talk to the computer there, or talk to the camera.
1: Okay. How about now? Oh, I yeah. know why. Yeah, I, I hear is you. That fighting. better?
2: Yeah, you're loud and clear.
1: Okay. So he obviously had something going on. Yeah.
2: And that uh, high mic okay. you got—that high mic you got—is very uh, directional. You have to talk almost straight into it. You're, you're loud and clear, Katie, without the high mic. So, okay. so Dwayne, somewhere,
1: I'm not sure what we let did. Me, but
2: let
4: me do something different here.
1: So, yeah. um, so what I was going to tell everybody is, as as Dwayne said. You know, some of the things that we've done. We've also um, we elected our official our uh, our officers at the la- at the meeting last month. And um, Jerry wi 7 jb is our treasurer, and he is on it like like white on rice. And I tell you what, we've already gotten, um, they're opening up a bank account tomorrow. Um, we did set a due structure of $36 a year, which is $3 a month. And everybody who was at the meeting on Saturday paid dues, and a few people put in extra. Um, one of our members who um, does con- some construction work on the side, um, took all the measurements of all the windows in the building and is ordering windows and doing the replacement. So part of what we're doing as um, kind of as a give back to the community center is we're going to do a bunch of work around there to make it better. Cause it's something that previously we've only used once a year during field day, but now we have a group of active hams who also like to do things, or, mm-hmm. you know, do projects. So it's really exciting. We um, strung up a, um, 40 meter dipole and then we had a 20 meter vertical and anybody who was walking into the meeting starting at 12 o'clock they smelled the hamburgers cooking on the grill and heard uh wade's um, radio going he was testing out some cw one of our members bought a new radio and he brought that in so we could test it out and i tell you what and then everybody gathered up to have um, lunch together and shared a bunch of different things and I tell you what, we're having the most fun we've had in a long time with Ham Radio locally. And um, we got our nonprofit incorporated status from the state of Wyoming. I think that came in, what, yesterday? yesterday? That came in yesterday. So now that we have that, we can open our bank account. And we're also working on getting nonprofit status for our organization as well, which will um, help us when looking for donations from some local businesses or other folks. Well, so nice. we're pretty excited about it, and we're both kind of blown away about how fast things have taken hold. But we obviously had people in the county that were ready to uh, engage with other hams, and again, the big thing is you know everybody recognizes that yeah we do have to do some business periodically, but. You know, most of our business is done within about 45 minutes and the other couple of hours or beyond are all just having ham fun, helping each other out and... Next month, we'll get together and continue working on our planning for field day. And um, we're really excited about having an active club doing field day this year up there. And people are already talking about bringing their campers and their tents up. And so it should be a lot of fun. Um, Our call sign is um, we're just waiting on our vanity call sign to come in. But the name of the club is Devil's Tower Amateur Radio Club. So we're going for WI-7DT, of course. Um, So now we're just waiting for for that to show up. And um, so, yeah, so every month I think I'll be able to give, or even every week the way things are going, we'll have some new updates. Um, I put some pictures on my Facebook page the other day and we're working on what we can do to, uh, you know, let people know about what we're doing and hopefully help others. And um, and it's a lot of fun just to see what everybody's doing. So lots of fun things happening in Wyoming, not just our club, but um, a club's next door over in Campbell County. They've been doing a lot of testing lately and getting a lot of new hams created or upgraded um, out in the Northwest corner on the, the uh, basin amateur radio club they're getting back together for the first time in about a year and are planning some activities um down south in cheyenne area they're talking about possibly putting together a ham fest later this year so it's really exciting a lot of good things are happening here in in wyoming with ham radio and so yeah did it cover great pretty much i think i got it all
2: (laughs) wow hey that is so much you you got now this uh this field day your club's gonna have is that a different field day than what you normally attend
1: no that's the one that we've been at before and i tried to do a live segment with you Uh one year um it's kind of actually it was such a beautiful day on saturday when we were up there we could see the big horn mountains which are 100 Close to 200. Close to 200 miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just at that position, and um, looking up window of the building, you can see the top of Devil's Tower. So it's a great location. Oh
2: wow! Hey, can you get up on top of Devil's Tower? Is there a way up there?
1: You can if you climb it.
2: Well, I didn't know if there Dwayne's was some. I didn't know before. if there was some way to get up there. Uh...
1: Although. Well, you can, there's yeah. you know, a lot of people climb up there. rock
4: climbing. Yeah, rock oh, climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah, and um, sure. right now yeah.
1: it's actually closed to climbers, or at least requested for climbers not to climb because the falcons nest at this time. Only on the north face. On the north face, okay.
4: Mm. Yeah. Sorry. The rest of it's open climbing.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> so there's falcons I, I that nest it, there every
3: year. I would do it a much simpler way. It's
4: called a helicopter. That's illegal. Yeah, it's a national Only park. Only if I get caught. Yeah,
0: um,
4: <laughs> Yeah, it's an FAA no-fly zone. Yeah, is that right? Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Well, all right. yeah. You figured
3: hey. they'd do that ever since Close Encounters. Yeah,
2: you just yeah, need a exactly. little organ. You need a little organ <laughs> to play out there You know, do do do. Or how? I don't know how it goes. Do 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 Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Katie. And Mark Katie, says your Richard Dreyfuss knows right. the way. <laughs> And Katie, your audio is still just great and strong, talking the direction you're talking right now. So yeah,
3: it it sounds like you're going through the microphone right in front of you.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, it must be.
2: But you guys, you guys can figure that out. We won't worry about that. So hey, if you're listening out there on shortwave tonight, we're just having some technical problems. We we normally don't have these every time. Maybe just every other show, but uh, no, <laughs> we'll uh, we're we're gonna work through it. Blame it on me. We're gonna work through it. We'll blame it on uh, blame it on, on Glenn. All yeah. right. Well, hey, well, I'm, was, glad, I'm so glad you're. Clubbed. I was gonna
1: try to use my new laptop and see if the video camera was better with that, and then is I realized, oh, I don't have is, any of my stuff you, on there. So we is this a laptop you're changed. using? Are you using laptop? No, this is a desktop. Okay. But I was thinking maybe the video card and then because it has a better processor might be better, but
2: um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right, all right, look, I, I know we'll, we'll let you give this prize away. I know everybody's looking for that. We've already had a, one or two people that have uh, maybe received theirs. We uh, have missed the last couple of weeks, but we'll get back on schedule with that. Okay. Hey, you want to do some shack pictures? Uh, you know, we, were, we had so many last time that you couldn't do them all, so do you want to do a few more?
1: Yeah, Let's see.
2: And uh, uh, you, what, you're just going to share a screen? We'll do it that way.
1: Yeah, I'll do it that way because I've got a little PowerPoint like I did last time. Okay. I'll get... um, You just need to let me share. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hope that that
2: works tonight.
1: I put my glasses on so I can read what I did here. Yeah, I hope (laughs) that works. Okay, it should work. All right. There we go. Now I can pick which one I want. Let me do... There we go. Share. Okay. There we are. Okay, okay so let me.
2: I'm going to do a little testing here. You go right ahead.
1: Okay, so our first shack of the day is for a new ham. Ron, who goes by Ritz, is Kilo Ocean 4 Lima Yankee X ray. And is a new ham as of February, and he's got his hand held, and he's getting on the air. So, way to go, Ritz. Just get yourself on there and start playing. That's what it's all about. So, a shack doesn't have to be like, you know, what we've got here. It just needs to be on the air and do something. Now, we'll go to another extreme here. This is Matt, Whiskey Uniform 2 Victor, slash November Charlie 4 Echo Sierra, and uh, he says he's got a field com rig. It uses an all band, all mode with patching and gateway capability. Yeah. On the amateur side, he's using shares Winlink P4 with an ICOM 746 for his voice operations. He's got the Kenwood TS 480S, the 480 set for his data work. And, oh, sorry, I'm clipping like the on p yeah. Um He's got a bunch of multiple two meter 440 rigs. And he's got the XPR-8400 DMR repeater on board with a satellite uplink. So he's got a bunch of stuff going on. It it looks like he's got the uh, basement set up there. I Um, I
2: like the chair there. Yeah, those chairs yeah, look super comfy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Katie. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I
1: want the chairs.
3: Yeah. Hey, yeah, Katie. no
1: kidding. I'm like sitting on a, a rotten old office chair with a pillow under my. No,
3: that, that's a field day chair right there. All right, hey, Katie. Yeah, no kidding.
2: <laughs> Hello, breaker one nine, Katie. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do one thing. Talk softer. Talk like Dwayne yep. is is in the yep. same room, but he's sleeping. So talk real softer because you're coming in a little distorted there's nothing i can do on this end to clear you up, but if you'll talk softer i can turn turn it up here
3: it's probably the agency on the webcam
2: go go ahead yeah i
1: did see that when i was talking i get all excited and i start talking loud so let's see (laughs) if that helps any (laughs) all right so let's see what else we got Here's Kenny. Now, we have to make up what Kenny's got in his chat because he didn't send us a description. So, here comes Uh Dwayne. All right, Glenn, let's start diving in. What do we have? Let's make up some fun stuff.
4: Okay. On the lower left, he's got an old DOS laptop uh, (laughs) running DOS 1.75. And then just above that, he's got a Heathkit boat anchor. It yeah. used to hold the Titanic in place when it was time to do so.
3: I, I see yeah, an 18 hey, right up there at the top there. That gold yeah. plate. That's the Clinkmaster 301.
2: And i oh, I yeah. see, uh, I, I see an 18-inch. disk. It's floppy by, General, by
4: Colonel Wilhelm Clink. Yes. Yes. I,
2: I see an 18-inch, 18-inch floppy disk over there.
4: <laughs> at least 18. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even tape, uh, reel to real tape sets. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, it has got a few microphones going on there, some pretty ones and nice ones too. Quite an assortment. So, so guys, yeah, this is this is what
4: happens in all of them. So this is
2: yeah. what happens if you don't provide so a hundred thirty volts scripture. running through the microphones.
1: But he gets ten points for wearing the ARRL hat. So way to go, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us just play around with what you got in the shack. <laughs> I think some folks, when they submitted them, they purposely left them blank so we'd make up. Yeah, them they de-
3: they deliberately do that.
1: Yeah, John was just asking at KC seventy R I. Oh wait,
2: okay. wait, wait. We almost missed we almost missed the kryptonite paraphase thunderbolt greaser slapper up there on the center.
1: <laughs> Can you say that three times fast? Yeah, I can't even
3: say it one time fast. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> All right. This is Steve, Whiskey9 Delta X-ray Echo of Spark, Wisconsin. I wonder if I missed an A on that. I oh, I love that
3: amplifier in the center of the room. That's the Boommaker
4: 301. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's got the ET disc saw blade. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's actually a pretty cool clock with it made out of a saw blade. I really like this light fixture up here. Yeah, it looks like that, made that it is really plumbing. cool. That is super cool. And, of course, obviously he shares his hobby with his gun collection. And um, yep. And then over here on the shack side... That looks like the, is that the 7300? Looks middle? like it might be the I think he's got A lot of focus there. Yeah. He's
4: also got a collection of British torches. Yep. The torches yeah, I love up. that
3: flashlight collection up there.
4: Oh, mm. no, this is, a, they're British, they're torches. Oh, so they're, ah, they're torches, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, very fun. So he's got a, uh, yeah, nice chat. That's a nice, that's a nice room down there full of all kinds yeah. of good stuff.
3: Yeah. I wish I had a room that big
1: look at that old radio shack sign in the corner yeah i wonder if he snagged that from somewhere john ac8 ac8xu from the chat room says i see a major problem no key let's see do we? i don't see one either so he's a voice operator just like me (laughs) let's see what else we got here okay so this is Eric, Kilo 9 Alpha Radio Radio of Godfrey, Illinois. And he's got the 857, which is a YASU radio, and he's running that through a dipole. Now, he says his current shack is in the process of being dismantled. So he's going to be moving. And since this was from a couple weeks ago, he might be moving right now. Um, he said it's kind of sad to leave his first station behind, but now he'll be able to make a bunch of changes that he's really been wanting to do. So that's always fun. And, again, a good demonstration that, you know, All you need is a radio in front of you, and you're getting on the air. And here's Bill, Kilo Echo 8, Papa Bravo Tango of Lancaster, Ohio. And um, we've got, let's see what we got in front of us here. A couple of handhelds. What do we got? Make up something fun,
4: you guys. (laughs) Make up something fun, huh? As compared to not fun.
1: Right.
4: <laughs> As compared Somebody. to the not, plan, not Is like, that an
1: amp in the middle?
4: That is an amplifier. That's
1: a lovely amplifier. Yes, that's an Ameritron,
4: isn't it? It's an Ameritron. I think you're right.
1: And then this is is that the um comet
4: That's that cross that's that the Yesu, isn't it? The cross oh me- the
1: Yesu. The yeah. cross
4: one of the cross needles. Cross mm. needle meter and say that real fast three times.
1: <laughs> I think um didn't Alan do a segment on that um one. When- one time, not too long Ooh. ago, that would be that was pretty yeah. cool. It and may not have that, been that. that
4: really nice uh, software up there on his on his wide screen. I like that. Mm-hmm. I can't make fun of that.
3: No, that looks. No, nice. no, you
4: can't. I don't have room for a screen that big here. Can't I just miss. use two screens. So. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you for sending I that in, Bill.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, and Mike, November four, Victor Golf from Menlo, Georgia. And he and his wife, Penny, who is Kilo Golf 4, Tango India X-Ray, they like to camp and kayak and ride motorcycles and, of course, operate ham radio. Um, He says in the shack, he uses the FT-1000MP for DXing, but lately he's been going old school with his Collins and Drake tube radios. So obviously he's keeping the shack warm.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: That looks nice. Yeah. yeah, I
3: love that old college stuff.
1: And, our, of course, we have to have some DX in the mix. This is Gianni, Italy Kilo 2 in Italy Sierra X-ray from Milano. And he says he likes to operate QRP. Oh, I wrote QPR. That's
3: the way they from, say it in Italy. The P and the R oh, are reversed.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay, because I thought I copied and pasted. No, they don't. Hush, Glenn. I. That's a term. That's a <laughs> you stink!
2: <laughs> I like the whole hoop. He's got hooked to his radio. No, I think that's for blowing bubbles. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got the little one for blowing bubbles. Oh, oh my oh, god! Oh, yeah, William, uh,
1: You know, bubble balloon. So yeah, I think that's the last one. Oh, Dennis, November three, Victor Bravo, radio
3: of Elizabeth Tennessee
4: you got a stack of
2: Kenwood stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a Kenwood TS 2000 on top.
3: Yeah, 2000 there in the middle. OK, nice. I don't know. Very good. I think this is
1: my last one. Yep, and that's yeah. the end. I'm going to stop okay. sharing. So that was a few more of our shack pictures. And I know somebody up there asked me earlier in the chat if I got their shack picture, and I might have, but this was a presentation I made Um a couple weeks ago and i thought i was doing it and so um we'll get caught up on the next time with right. some more shack pictures not next week though
2: oh week you're gonna out. be out next week right
1: yeah well you will be gone next week
2: okay all right i guess we can live one week without you
3: i hope so i'll, I'll put really? on a red wig next week and i can be katie
2: all right well, our, well i'm we sure our, i'm sure we will lose we'll, uh viewers check
3: in with
2: it. i'm sure we'll lose viewers when that
1: happens yeah well <laughs> Dwayne said we should yeah. check in from the beach all right
2: hey let's let's do a prize in a minute uh, let's uh let's take a quick break and let's do a do a prize and we'll get a in here and we'll uh we're going to pick a name so guys uh, we'll be back in just a minute we'll tell you what you need to do Katie you want to describe what this is
1: yes this is a laser engraved call sign plaque with your name and call sign and this is donated from allen laser creations out of fargo north dakota and um, anybody who's here in the chat room tonight just go ahead and say hello in the chat so that hambot can grab from you and as soon as we get a winner we will um, get this ordered up and sent out to you Um, our first one was made up and sent off within like a week or so or actually like a day it went, went out pretty quick so we'll get this lovely wooden plaque out to you and it, again it lights up which is super cool and uh so again Alan, thank you to alan laser creations for donating this
2: all right we'll come back and we'll talk more about it in just a minute we'll be right back and we'll tell you what to do guys so uh, we'll be right back okay so one of icom's ultimate sdr transceivers the ic705 is a perfect transceiver for hams who enjoy both the great indoors and the outdoors It's a perfect QRP companion. The base station has features and functionality at the tip of your fingers and a portable package. And it covers HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. And guess what? It weighs in at just under 2 pounds. It has a 4.3 inch touchscreen, and it's got a live band scope and waterfall. It'll run 5 watts with a BP272 or 10 watts on 13.8 volts DC. It runs all modes, including D-Star. The speaker microphone comes standard. The perfect accessory for the 705 is the LC 192 backpack. It has a special compartment for your IC 705 and room for all your accessories. Create your own band opening with the IC 9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. This all mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are just sure to keep you busy. It has a 4.3 inch color touchscreen and spectrum scope and waterfall. It has smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels and it's full duplex operation in satellite mode. Heard it, worked it, and logged it with ICOM 7300. It's a high-performance, innovative ATF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative ATF transistor digitizes the RF before various receiver stages to reduce the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 is the radio that changed the way of entry-level HF. Visit www.icomamerica/amateur for more information on ICOM radios.
4: LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com.
2: All right, and we are back. So, uh, HamBot is warming up over here. Uh, Everybody knows HamBot. Let's see. HamBot, where are you, HamBot? so HamBot is warmed up and he's ready, uh, everyone, if you will, uh, hit your inner key, hit say hello, hit a period, do something, hit the inner key, and what that does, that gets your name back in the participants list uh, here, and uh, HamBot is going to pick a name out of the participants list, so you need to get in there. If you haven't been typing and you're inactive, your name is not in there, so. Uh, just hit any character, hit enter, and you're in there, and uh, good luck. Also, this will be a good time for you to hit the subscribe button. We need everybody to hit the subscribe button to help our rankings. Hit the like button, that helps us. And if you'd like to be notified when uh, we come live, uh, hit the little notification button there. So, uh, Hambot, did, did Hambot announce? I can't read it. Did Hambot announce in the chat room or anything,
1: Kathy? I don't or? think so. Not okay. yet.
2: Uh, okay, I don't know if he even will. I mean, we're working on HamBot to actually chat in the chat room. Uh that's uh something coming up soon, I think.
3: Oh, that would be fun.
2: All right. Yeah. That would be so cool. so HamBot will actually be logged in here in the future. Uh he's coming back out of retirement a little bit. Um yay, everybody loves
1: HamBot. Yeah. Cuz he gives stuff away. So, <laughs> that's good. It's actually kind of fun to see all the call the names here. Yeah. Mom, if you want one, I'll get you one for Christmas.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I want one. We just posted. We just posted a name, I understand. I don't know who it was. Oh. I haven't uh, seen it yet. Who, who, I didn't who, who, see who it. was
3: the name? It was I posted Oh, AE five M A. Who is it? Alpha Echo five Mary Albert.
2: Mary Albert. There he is. A E five Yama. A one Katie. There's your winner, Katie.
1: All right. Woohoo. All there right. I go Five, Mike Alpha.
2: All right. So I guess uh, let's just ask if he's okay in the QRZ uh, page, right? I'll go look I'll Also tell here. him to email JP right
4: away yeah. with all this information.
2: K- Katie, we'll do you want to email? You want to email from AE5MA?
1: Yep. Um yeah, if AE five let me I'll uh,
2: You may not want to give your email out, so they have to look you Oh
1: no, it's on my email's on QRZ. It's just yeah my it's KDWI 7 yl at Gmail.
2: All right. Send Katie. So notes let me see and will, Otherwise I'll just They'll organize make that, they'll make that the, call sign platform party and get it off to you there. A E. five make congratulations.
1: And thank you for playing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those people can have them too if they go to Alan. Yep. Right. And so
1: if you, um, anybody else who's interested, um, yeah. you can just, oh, Mark, that's right, he's down in Mississippi. Um, so again, this is donated from Allen Laser Creations, who also happens to be our son. <laughs> and uh, this is their new business. You can check it out at allenlasercreations.com and some super cool other things that they're making with a laser engraver. Things like uh, fun coasters and um, uh, a dice board game holder and so, Katie, um, does have recipe a, card is a holders. Website? All kinds of new things are coming out. They're working on all kinds of fun is, stuff. Is so there a website? Excited to be able to share that. So.
2: Is there a website that they can go to in case yeah, they want to order one
1: i'll plug it in here it's allenlasercreations.com. so Very a-l-l-e-n blazer creations.com there it is all
2: right great all right well glenn thanks uh, everybody yeah,
1: thanks and uh We will, Mark, I'll get that organized. I'll get that off to Allen Laser Creations and get that ordered up for you. And he should get that created and sent off right away. All right.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's jump over to Glenn here. Glenn, is there anything you're doing now? I know you got your new job. You're not going to have time to do as much playing around and hamming now. So how's that going to affect you?
3: I don't really know yet. They haven't told me days or hours yet. Uh, A lot of interesting options and possibilities there, but at this point I really don't know. Uh, I did send an email to my editor today to see what the status of the new book was because nobody's heard anything and I haven't heard or seen anything. So I'll find that out probably tomorrow, but it should be literally any day. I suspect headquarters is behind on preparing the cover and stuff simply from all the lockdowns that they've had up there. Uh, yeah. But as far as the lab, I'm actually fixing to fire the lab up and play uh, during my off time. So, um,
2: Well, one, I, I, I just you, you, I'm just wondering, you actually doing a
3: lot more, I think.
2: Yeah, do you think the uh, your new job is going to interfere with you being on a show here on Tuesday Probably.
3: I uh, think so? I know that there's going to be some night shift work involved. I just don't know how that's going to shake out. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a rotating kind of basis. So I, I'll yeah. be here, you know, off and on as much as I can.
2: Okay, well that sounds great, man. And congratulations on uh, the new job and the raise. And I told you everything's going to work out okay, man.
3: Oh, you would not believe uh, they were. Let's put it this way: it was like I was sitting at a poker or a poker game, and everybody kept raising the stakes.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And and finally, they brought in two weirbos and said, you know, here, take it or leave it. Yeah.
2: So, couldn't say no. All right, we've got Jeff Kahn here. He says, I can fill in. I guess, uh, I, Jeff, send me a note, man. Send me yeah, a note. Yeah, uh, Jeff. You can take my place. i give you the shirt. We're always looking for some new talent on the show that can replace Glenn. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: much
3: terrible. All right. Uh, it's not much effort you at can all. never replace Glenn. No, I know. I know. <laughs>
2: okay okay so let's move on and uh i'm sure the the subject will change a little bit from time to time but first let me just mention if you're out there listening on Shoreway on w bcq on 7490 we're glad you're with us this is a show about ham radio it's been kind of crazy tonight you know uh ham radio we're kind of technical people but we're having some technical issues tonight and uh uh, they're, they're just really hard to fix during the show, so we're, we're just trying to roll with it and not worry too much about it uh, tonight. But we'll have it fixed for next week. And uh, we, we are glad you tuned in, and uh, shoot us an email to tom at w5kub.com. And uh, if you want to watch these shows, they're all on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash W5KUB. And I think uh, last count, we had about 750 shows uh, recorded. So you can go back and watch a lot of shows. And uh, we've covered a lot of things over the, uh, the years. We've been on close to, I think we've, we've passed seven years now uh, for the weekly show. So it's been um, uh, pretty successful, I think. All right, I want to talk about a couple things here. Oh, man, where do I start? Hey, we're going to launch a balloon probably tomorrow night. Now, let me I've got some uh, video and some pictures here, if I can bring them up, and I'll show you. I want to show you. Uh, we're always experimenting, and we're trying to do something bigger and better than anybody else has ever done. That's what this show was noted for. <laughs> so, we, um, you know, the Pico balloons we fly. The largest Pico balloon we fly is about two feet in diameter by about six feet tall when it fills up. And uh, it's only capable of about 45,000 feet maximum. All the other Pico balloons we fly are are small. They're 36-inch Chinese balloons or or mylar balloons, and they'll reach maybe 30,000 feet, maybe. And uh, they get sucked in by storm. So you want to fly higher. So we've been flying, on most all of our flights, we've been flying the, the, the high dollar balloon. That balloon is about 170 bucks each. So we're trying. We, we've tried a couple times to build our own balloons. And uh, we just built one this week. And we were going to launch it. And we were shooting for 60,000, 65,000 feet to float. That's well above what anybody else has done here's a quick video i want to show you what the balloon looks like i got it in my garage we built it we put it together i put a little air in it to test it so here's what it's going to look here's what it looks like let me see if i can play this we are filling up this thing's taking a lot of air we had not got pressure yet we're about about a probably less than a half inch water rise we can look for any holes we haven't found any holes yet. It's starting, to, it's starting to feel pretty tight. Our seam here, our seam is doing really well. Not coming apart anywhere. We actually taped it on both sides. Though well, I found it taping just on one side is good enough to seam
5: it. But I'm looking here, and I don't see any, I don't see any holes
2: in, in this guy yet. And you can see, uh, what do you think the diameter is? Uh, camera person, you zoom out. I'm about five ten. I'm about five ten. So I don't know how tall it is. Uh, it, it's supposed to be seven feet something, according to the uh, according to the uh, calculations. So we're about we are about uh, one, two, three, four. We're probably seventeen feet long, seventeen feet long and probably uh, seven and a half foot diameter. So I have to remember that to do the calculation Alright, we're gonna put some more in it. We gotta blow this thing up. We're gonna try to get up to we're gonna try to get it up to uh, three inches of water and that'll take us well above the pressure we need to withstand at sixty thousand feet. And uh, I think the calculations I did this morning, this would would probably fly about 60,800 or something like that. Okay. All right. So, um, what do you think of the size of that balloon,
3: Glenn? I think we need to get one of those super bright blue LEDs with the power budget you've got and shine it down so people are going to think that we're, you know, looking to abduct them.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, this thing is so big. I mean, I've got a Silverado truck with a topper on the back. I could actually, my truck would fit inside this. And when uh, I saw that, yeah, it looked like and, a blob had taken yeah, over your garage. so it's a uh, it's a looks pretty, like the world's largest sausage. <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty big balloon there. Uh, let me pull some pictures up and uh, let me show you. Now,
3: it, our testing. Um, yeah, the W5KUB blimp. Yeah. <laughs> let me see if I Maybe can you brand. ought to paint bad year on the side and, and launch it.
0: Let me
2: bring some pictures up. I, I just want to talk a little about it here. Um, we'll go through them pretty fast. That's actually quite an impressive size. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let me see. I, I, I've got to get my camera. Uh, uh, for, zeroed in oh, here look, it's, it's, it's too big there's your
3: new co-host to replace me. that's
2: right that's right man let's see all right let me let me oh gee let me try to frame this thing it's so big <coughs>
3: You, know, you
2: can
3: shake right. the balloon when it talks and you could you
2: know all right be- so <laughs> i'm just going to go through a couple pictures here there's the end that's how we uh fasten the ends right there we just bunched them together and uh
3: Oh, we zi- got a navel.
2: We zip-tied them uh, three or four times. We put some protective uh, plastic around it. We zip-tied it, pulled it down really tight. That's how we do the ends. There's the other end right there. It does have a navel, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, the professional guys I'm working with have really taught me a lot. And what we were trying to do here is to measure the pressure that this material would withstand. Now, up at 60,000 feet, the pressure up there is about one pound per square inch. On on the ground, it's 14.7 pounds per square inch. At 60,000 feet, the pressure is about one pound per square inch. So what we're doing here is trying to measure the differential pressure. So if we can put 1.1 pounds per square inch in this balloon... And it's one pound outside. We have a differential of one-tenth of a pound pressure, and that's where we want it to be. So this is a, this is a, a water manometer. It's very simple to make out of a piece of hose or pipe or tubing. Uh, and you measure, you, you connect this hose to the balloon, and it measures the internal pressure what it does, it comes up the tube, it presses, you can see the red die I have in here, it presses down on the right side and it lifts the left side. So you add the two together, you add, you, 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 you ta- you add the difference, meaning one side goes up positive, one side goes negative. Now they're going to be equal, they're going to be equal, so I just double the left side. So to get, to get 1 10th uh, pound per square inch uh, differential, we needed to be at 2.77 inches of water, 2.77 inches, read right here on the, uh, uh, on the, on the, uh, uh, ruler. Now, I never, with this balloon, we never got above, uh, about we were always just under a half we could never pass the halfway half half, uh, inch because what happened was the material kept stretching and every time i put air in it would keep stretching and this this the pressure would stay the same and it would would put more air in but it would stretch and the pressure would stay the same so what that was telling me was that um uh the, the balloon is not able to hold the pressure in. It's going to keep going and stretching that material uh, to the point it's just going to rip apart. And uh, that was the uh, findings that we found. Uh, and also the, uh, the lab, of the, the pros I'm working with, I sent them some of this material and they uh, stress tested, they uh, 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 measured it, they weighed it, uh, they did all the things. And they found the same thing. In fact, the report said this uh, plastic that we were using, this poly, was like taffy. It stretched like taffy. And it would just keep stretching and keep stretching. So it would not work. It would not work out as a zero-pressure balloon because it would, it would just go up. Uh, it, would, uh, it would just keep going up and get higher and higher and higher uh, because the, the, the poly kept stretching to a point that the poly would get so thin, then it was going to burst and come down. So, yeah, it, it, it wasn't going to work at all. But let's look yeah, at a few you more pictures. mean it wasn't
3: going to work as a super pressure, That's not right.
2: a zero pressure. So, so um, let's look at a few more pictures, and then I'll tell you what we're going to do with it. So uh, let's see. Here's one of the end, and you can see the tube where we put the air in. Now, hey, when I first started putting air in, I have an air compressor in my shop. Uh, that thing must have had thousands of cubic feet of air because... The edge of the shop compressor just was not filling that sucker up. So we went to a, uh, 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 a shop vac, turned the shop vac around backwards, put the big hose in there, and, boy, did that start filling it up pretty fast. So we got it up pretty much full, and then we took the shop vac off, and then we put this hose in, and we were going to finish it off with a bicycle pump. You know, to fine-tune our pressure, we were going to use a bicycle pump. But we found out after 5,000 pumps, it made no difference. This balloon was so big. 5,000 pumps didn't even, it was nothing. So I put my air compressor on, and we ran the air compressor. And I could run that air compressor steady in there for five minutes at a time. And we never, we never uh, exceeded that one-half inch of water just because the plastic kept stretching. So anyway, so there's there's a neat picture there. It's about, you know, it, it wasn't quite full there. It kept stretching. That's about eight foot tall. My, my I think my ceiling in that garage is uh maybe fourteen foot. So that's uh eight foot tall there. It's standing up behind the garage door opener. Uh let's see, there's a, there's another picture of the end. The ends were very secure, they held very well by just bunching it up and uh using uh zip ties. So and there's another. There's the end here where we were filling it from. Uh, again, there I am with the uh, uh, air compressor hooked to it, putting fluid in, or putting ga- uh, gas in, air in. Uh, it's kind of transparent. You can kind of see the garage door through it. There. People may wonder what the little dot, the little dot is right there. I, that's either Mercury or Venus. I don't, I'm not sure which one that is right there. Uh, I took a shot of it at night from the garage, from inside the kitchen. And um, I couldn't bring my cars in the, in the uh, garage at night because, um, you know, the garage was full. There it is, uh, not even probably, not even 60% inflated. We thought we could have some leaks. So my friend Ed, who, who's, who's my gas man, we put some Freon in here. And Ed has a Freon detector that will you know, detect freon leaks. So we squirted a little freon in there, but we never found a leak. But that's a l- awful lot of cubic feet in there, and we didn't, I mean, you know, we couldn't fill it up totally with freon. So uh, that test didn't work out very well for us. There I am on a stepladder. You can see it's starting to get larger. It's growing. It's kind of like the blob, the monster, you know, you used to see in, in the 1960s it keeps rolling down the street and getting larger and larger and larger. And uh, uh, you can see it's uh, it's actually pretty high there. Let me see if I can frame this picture a little better for you guys. You're missing part of the picture. Let's see if that'll work. There we go. So you're seeing about half the balloon there, and you can see it's, a, it's getting close to about 8 feet tall there. Uh, another shot. There it is there. That's a 20, That's over a 20-foot wide garage. That's a two-car garage right there, so you can kind of get an idea of the size of this thing. It's, we call it, as we were designing it, we named it Fat Boy, and uh, we have kind of kept that name. It's actually the, the Moab, the mother of all balloons. Uh, there we go again. A lot of calculations on building these balloons from all the different volumes. And if you look at things like the, the balloon, it's not a cylinder. You've got, a, uh, you've got kind of a, a spherical top on it and a spherical end, and then you got a cylinder in the middle. So there's a lot of math involved, but on the internet, there are so many neat uh, calculators on the internet. For instance, for me to calculate the, the cubic foot of volume for that was really easy. I just had to do some basic measurements, plug the numbers in uh, the internet calculators, and it told me exactly how many cubic feet. You go to another calculator, and say, uh, turn cubic feet into cubic meters, and it tells you. Uh, this balloon actually came out at about 15.2 cubic meters uh, of volume inside. So. Uh, that's kind of where we left it. We, we realized that it would not fly as a super balloon. It would go down the first day <clears throat> if we tried to fly as a super balloon just because it would keep stretching and uh, it, would, it, would, it would go out. Uh, all right. So, again, you can see right there I'm discussing the tape. So what we did, we rolled off 20 feet. This, uh, this material, actually I I bought 4,000 feet of this material, hoping to make some big balloons. So I I got a 4,000 square foot piece of this material. It's 20 foot wide and 200 foot long. So, so 20 foot wide was one of my limits and I rolled off 24 foot and I cut it. Now that 24 foot became my circumference. And you can see the tape right there. So that's 24 foot that's wrapped around that thing. And then we spliced it with tape. Uh, The tape does an excellent job. The tape is actually stronger than the balloon. Uh, We, just to be safe, I put tape on the inside and the outside. And you asked me how I got it on the inside. Well, that's a secret. He had the ants do it. We had the ants to do it, so that's tape. And I sent I sent this material, and I also sent the tape off to uh, uh, my professional guys there, and uh, they said this is some good tape, man. They uh, they were really impressed with it. And uh, in fact, uh, on these large balloons, these very very large balloons uh, are down in the you know the one mil thickness, and they actually use tape to seam these very large uh, commercial balloons. Uh, together. And I'm talking balloons that hold maybe 100 cubic feet of gas. So anyway, our tape did really well. It didn't come loose or anything at all. The tape did really, really well for us there. Uh, let's see. I, I think this is a video. Let me see. That much
3: hydrogen probably is not a good idea.
2: Well, of course, on launch, it would have a that would be about 20% full uh, of hydrogen on launch. Now, at at sixty thousand feet it would look like that. But on launch it would only be about twenty percent full and the rest of it. Let's see if we let me let's, if I can we may have already looked at this. I don't know, let me see. Hey Tom. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: Yes. A hydrogen atom is the smallest atom. Aren't you worried about it maybe being porous and the atom leaking out?
2: Well here's the thing, and this is a lot of people don't believe this. But, you know, you think hydrogen is smaller than helium, right? right the atomic weight is smaller but yeah. but i'm told by the experts that this hydrogen lumps together in lumps of two okay now i can't tell you why but it the, the, it sticks together in twos so that actually makes it uh, h2 it it, well, it makes what well, i guess it's h2 yeah it's h2 i guess it lumps together in twos so that that makes it right. that makes it bigger than a single helium so leak-wise, okay. leak-wise, you know, I'm being told that the hydrogen would leak out a little less than the helium would.
3: Now
4: because, that's always you know oxygen always oxygen always binds itself, so oxygen always exists in O2 unless it's being split. Y-
2: yeah, but we're not using oxygen.
4: You- I understand yeah. that. I'm just saying that hydrogen oxygen is the next one up from hydrogen so
2: yeah so anyway, anyway uh i that, that's always a worry you know the material that we use it needs to be a, a gas uh a gas barrier type of material and you just don't know what you're getting out there until you test it um so anyway we tried this we found that it's not going to work for the super pressure but we have a we have a uh Thing we want to do with it let's see if we heard this may be the video we've already heard let's see this a lot get- yeah i think we've already hit, seen that one so let's see okay and if you look you know even even on the internet uh, when we talk about uh, uh inches of water it's so easy to convert inches of water to pounds per square inch uh just with the calculators on the internet so here you go right here if you want to know what 2.77 uh, inches of water uh, is. You just plug it in there and that is 0.09 pounds per square inch. So that's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it, it, the internet's a wonderful thing. I wish I had it when I was growing up and a teenager and off in college, but we didn't have it then.
3: We had Encyclopedia Britannica.
2: Yeah, yeah we did too. Um, okay. So I think we've seen these. I'm not going to tell you what that is because we're not flying that one. Uh, That was going to be the Moab uh, deal with with batteries and everything. But since we found out that this thing is going to not super pressure, we decided not to do that. Uh, There's the tracker that we typically fly The little arrows pointing at the tracker. I thought that
3: was the payload that was going to go up on it.
2: Well, if you look back, this this was going to be a payload. Here's the tracker right there. I'm circling with the mouse. But uh, we're not going to use that tracker for this flight. Now I'll tell you why this tracker is whisper only, which we convert to APRS on the ground with a Python script. And we only, every, every 10 minutes, we get a reading. And with our Python script, we only get the accuracy down to a box, two miles by three miles, I think, uh, six square miles, which is pretty good. If you use only a four digit uh, grid square, uh, that box is like 200 or 300 miles square. So we're getting it down to a two by three mile box, but we're not going to do that on this flight. And I'll tell you why. Let me go back here. So on this flight, what we are planning on doing is flying a, a different tracker that not only will send the, uh, send a basic whisper location every, twice, twice in 10 minutes, it will also, about every minute to two minutes, it's going to transmit a true APRS location, latitude, longitude, and and you know the latitude, longitude now is down to like 10, 10 feet. It's very accurate. So with this with this super pressure with this uh, zero pressure balloon. Uh, it's only going to stay up. I want everybody to realize this is not a long-term like we've been flying. Not and Not an extended flight. This flight is going to last 24 hours. Uh, it may last 30. Uh, and I'll explain why in a minute. But what we're going to do is we have put on here a true APRS tracker, which will give us exact coordinates every minute uh, of the flight. So... That would even make it, if it comes down in the U.S., which it probably will, uh, we need to talk about fox hunting because it should be pretty easy to find. If we've got a latitude and longitude down to, you know, 10 foot by 10 foot and this balloon is like, you know, 200 square feet of material, I think it would be pretty easy to find, to tell you the truth, if you just drive out to it. Uh, So uh, we put batteries on this one. Now, you cannot make a rechargeable battery work at 40,000 feet, 30,000 feet. It it won't work. Uh, When the temperature gets to, you know, minus 20 or so uh, degrees Celsius, the battery turns off. It won't charge and it won't discharge. But we're going to be using primary batteries A primary battery is one that doesn't charge. So we're going to use some Ultimate Lithium uh, batteries. And uh, we're putting those on board. It's going to add weight. But they will transmit all night and possibly the next night. So we're going to see, uh, we're going to get all our transmissions during the nighttime. Whereas uh, on our previous flights, we have not got uh, data during the night just because our previous flights have been solar only. So it's important that we know how it's acting it during the nighttime. So here's the situation we're in. with The, uh, the zero-pressure balloon, y- you saw how big it was. We have put a one-half-inch uh, one pipe, one-half-inch inside diameter pipe in the bottom of that. So it ha- that balloon actually has a one-half-inch hole in the bottom, and that's for a vent. So any time that balloon fills up to capacity and it starts to pressurize any, it's going to come out that tube and we'll lose lose it into the atmosphere. So it's going to vent it. Now, if we launch this during the daytime, the sun's going to heat it up, it's going to go up really fast, it's going to hit maximum altitude, it's going to start expanding, and when it starts expanding, then gas is going to come out the tube, and it's going to stabilize at some level, at some float level. All right. Because now everything's kind of, you know, hunky-dory. That's the word. Scientific word is hunky-dory. Okay, so the sun goes down, and it's nighttime now. Now what happens is that gas cools, and the gas gets smaller, and a balloon starts coming down. And it's going to come down. And um, that's when we lose it. But we gain by launching at nighttime. So we're going to launch after sunset. So on the way up, it's going to go up in the dark. No heating. So it's going to go up in the dark and reach a certain altitude. And then the next day when the sun comes out, it's still going to be up. And it's not going to come down because the gas is going to keep being heated and expanding and out the tube, so it's going to stay up all you know, all the first night and all the, the next day. I don't know if we can take it into the second night or not. You know, when it starts getting cool the second night, that's when it's going to try to come down. It probably will come down. I'm guessing as an amateur that it's going to come down a little later in the night. That's my hopes, but uh, I think our batteries can handle two nights and we can collect some good data from this. Now, the the uh, calculations that we've done on this balloon uh, was were that it would fly about 62,800 feet. But here's our issue. This balloon keeps expanding. So we may be at 68,000 feet right now, and we may hit 72,000 feet. I don't know. I think we're going to be in the 60s or maybe the 70s, 70,000 feet, uh, when this, uh, uh, you know, as our maximum altitude. So um, it's hard to say. Uh, we're going it, to. It, it's our first zero pressure balloon. We, you know, all of our others been super pressure. Keep them up for you know three months. Go around the world a bunch of times. This is a. This is a zero pressure. 24 hour launch uh, window now the big boys my understanding and what I've learned recently from the big guys that I'm talking with most of their big balloons are zero pressure balloons but they carry a lot of ballast they carry lots and lots of ballast a lot of lead and I don't know everything else and they actually chase these big balloons with uh, airplanes and watch them and they can watch the altitude and when they see that balloon is starting wanting to come down, they, by radio, they release the ballast and drop, I don't know, Hey, maybe drop a few hundred pounds of lead, you know, and then when they drop that, the balloon will maintain its altitude or go back up a little, and, uh, they have multiple ballast on there that they can continue to drop. So, you know, maybe first day they drop uh, you know. I don't know. Maybe they drop 500 pounds of ballast. I don't know. And then maybe the second day, they drop another 500 pounds. And the third day, they may drop another 500. So that can keep this balloon in the air uh, for a longer period of time. Now, I'm talking if we ever decide to fly another zero pressure, we may do the ballast and and, uh, just as an experiment. Uh, they've sent me a little circuit board, uh, and it has a, um, you can put a little payload to it and, uh, it can be programmed to drop that payload it, at various stages, whatever you want. And it's interesting how this thing works. It's, uh, and I learned this, I think yesterday, the, uh, let's just say the ballast is tied on a, a fishing line. This fishing line goes up and it goes through this little device. This little device is like, like the, maybe an inch of a pencil and it just kind of goes through there. And then once this thing sends the signal to, or the timing or the altitude, says cut loose ballast, it'll actually drop that. And Glenn, you know, how, you know what they used to drop that? What do you, what, how do you think they drop that? Uh, Very small darts with blow guns from the ground. That's right, a blow gun from the nearest airplane. No, what they do, I, I I looked at this little device. I looked at it with a little magnifying glass. I was looking where the where the fishing line goes inside. You know, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, that's neat. There's an SCR there, and the SCR must put a lot of current there, and it must get real hot, and it just it just burns that little fishing line in half and it drops. You know, but that's not what it is. It's a blasting cap holy cow it's a blasting cap they actually they actually use a little explosion in this thing and i've got one of these and hey we may fly one of these things i don't know i don't know if we want to drop ballast we got to cut it somehow and this is a neat little device using blasting caps that will actually drop drop it so you know hey hey you know we'll drop some ballast one day and the next day we can drop another ballast and the next day we can drop another one if we want to get into that and play with it it's a lot of trouble it's a lot it's it's a lot of uh, trouble for us actually
3: why don't we uh, use little nichrome wire and have it little poke little holes into the balloon yeah
2: yeah so wow you know that's uh that i was surprised to hear it was it it actually a little explosion actually cut the uh
4: yeah, Except the, the, the cynic in me, Tom, says uh, blasting caps and hydrogen. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, <laughs>
2: well, they, and, and we discussed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we discussed uh, how far away. We discussed. <laughs> let's, let's
3: paint it silver for the real effect. We, uh, yeah, we just, <laughs> yeah.
2: we discussed how far away. And, this and is dropping in front of land blood.
3: from
4: yeah. thousands of feet up.
2: Yeah, we it's we, discussed, we, we head. discussed this. <laughs> But you know, you know we're hey the the hydrogen is ins- well hey, actually let me tell you on the zero pressure, you got hydrogen coming out the bottom you know, that that might be pretty good. We could put hey we could put one of these little blasting caps up here at the top if we wanted to you know, go out with a big bang. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I
1: want some pop rocks candy.
2: You know, I don't know. I don't think it would explode. I mean, uh, hydrogen doesn't really explode unless it's got. It's a mixture of oxygen with it. It would probably just. Okay, are
4: you gonna are you gonna vacuum your balloon down to nothing before you fill well, yeah, with yeah, hydrogen? Yeah,
2: The balloons typically have nothing in them. They're gonna be yeah. But but the zero pressure might have a little bit of air in it. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I, hey, I see a big, I see a big thing, you know, a big show up in the air one night, man, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you uh, sure that
3: the stands are going to like you to do that over there, airspace?
2: And what we, <laughs> what we can do, what we can do, we can get the uh, the tracker <laughs> GPS we can get the dr- tracker oh, really GPS. Goodness. I don't know how much this I can say over this. I might get in trouble. <laughs> you know, we can't fly. We can't but fly. M- maybe
4: us. you should set the direct tracker to maybe track yeah, like yeah. Area 51 or
2: something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we, we, you know, we cannot. We not. We we cannot transmit over North Korea. That's against the law. We can't transmit over the UK or Yemen.
0: Well, we can't so,
2: drop ballast. So we, we we we. I guess we can drop ballast. Uh, so. Um, yeah, well, and, and that's all determined. That's all determined by geofencing. That's the program in the Arduino geofencing that says, "Hey, I'm over I'm over uh, North Korea right now. Drop ballast. Drop ballast." But you know, my my friend that I'm talking to that again, I'm not releasing their name. They don't want their, they don't want their name released yet. We are, I, I don't really blame and If they're
3: smart, they never will
2: Um, they're, they're, um, they're, (laughs) they're really smart guys they're really smart guys they've been building and flying balloons 30 years uh professionally commercially uh and they carry things like telescopes uh other equipment you know um they've even uh uh they carry stuff up for the three what do you call it the three letter uh uh the three-letter agencies, I guess that's like CIA, FBI, you know. So, I mean, oh, they okay, work for so. all these guys. So but Take your, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, take your pick. So, you know, I'm not giving away any secrets here. So, anyway, uh, I don't know where I was.
3: I don't well, know, but just be I, sure I, you know, subscribe I, so we know how to find you.
2: You know, you know, I was talking to him uh, just a couple of days ago, and he said, you know, we'll drop, you know, we'll drop maybe 1,000 pounds of ballast. And I said, what's it made out of? And uh, he said, oh, it's a little, uh, like, you know, like a fishing sinker, you know, the little round lead sinkers. They'll drop 1,000 pounds oh, of those. They'll cut a 1,000 pounds of lead loose up there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I said, well, you know, I'm just, we know what you know, hail looks like and what sleet looks like, but, you know, if you start seeing lead balls coming down, it's the end of the world, right? <laughs> so but you that know might what be he, a problem but <laughs> you know what he said he said that it, the thing is so high when they when they cut the ballast that probably only two of those little lead things might hit you know in a single square mile so you know
1: and he probably yeah, do I it over just got vision. Of monty python when they're pitching the cows and the chickens and the goats yeah. over the castle edge <laughs> yeah.
2: and they probably they
1: probably just it. they
2: probably they probably dump it over real, uh non-populated areas you know like wyoming yeah right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i
3: think we're getting <laughs>
2: Katie, back away from your microphone just a little bit. You're getting too excited. Yeah, we got her
1: too excited now.
2: Yeah. I know,
1: oh. sorry.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Actually I need to scoot because I need to get back to packing before yeah.
2: I'm going to bed. Okay.
1: We're heading off on vacation, so that's why we All I'm right, well
2: very good. Y'all yeah, have a great time and uh we'll see you when you get back. All right. Sounds good. Thank bye, you. Bye everybody. Have fun. And I think Thanks. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. I think my uh I think my professional balloon friends are actually watching tonight i don't know if they're in the chat room they've, they've been watching the show so um uh, what what should i say hi uh, secret friends i guess i can do that you yeah. know
3: yeah what you need to do is paint whiskey yankee seven yankee lima on the side of that balloon
2: yeah yeah well Yeah, I I typically don't even put my email or anything on here now. Bill (laughs) Bill does. Bill Brown puts his on there, but you know I've had him crashing Russian air bases and all kinds of stuff over in you know uh, Eastern you know Europe and you know I I really don't want my name on it if I can keep from it. (laughs) I mean, worst case, I'll put your name and address on it. I'm going to launch it that way. At least we can get it back, you know.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> all right That'd so interesting yeah that's kind of uh hopefully we'll get it launched tomorrow and uh tomorrow night we'll try and i'll try to update the website uh for you guys so we changed our mission a little bit from a long duration uh to a zero um uh zero pressure and that's because ed, ed looked at the balloon and said this thing's too good to waste ben this the this this fat boy. We got to do something with it. He was wanting to launch it right then, man. <laughs> and and, and uh, so we started thinking about it, and we thought, okay, let's let's launch it, but let's try to put a little uh, thought into it. So I'm told that we need to uh, launch about sundown. Again, that's from the, the 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 people that know. Launch it at sundown, and we'll get more out of it. And, uh, and, and we are going to fly a, a real uh, APRS tracker so we can get really accurate information from it. Uh, now, so, guys, we need fox hunters. We need you to get ready. We've already got people signed up in Texas and up in Manhattan. We don't know where it's going to go. But um, this might make a, I, I think it would be fairly easy to find if it comes down in the U.S., Knowing the, 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 the GPS coordinates and the size of this thing, I think you could probably find it. You know, we were talking the other night, though, Glenn, what about this? What if it's coming down, coming down real slow, and let's say it's coming down right over Interstate 40, and it hooks on an 18-wheeler, and it's going down a road, and the GPS starts showing it heading eastbound 70 miles an hour at, at 18 feet off the ground. Now, wouldn't that be cool?
3: Yeah, at that point you change your call sign and leave the country. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, yeah. hey It's in uh, it's in uh, Atlanta today. Up oh, now. Hey, next day it's in Chicago. You know, and, you know, eighteen feet. Yeah. Uh, could one of these balloons get out of the Earth atmosphere? We're asking by Dwayne. Uh, no, they they really can't. They're going to burst before uh, they reach that altitude. They'll burst and they will come down. Um, there's a lot of great websites uh, on the internet like Ventusky.com and Wendy.com that actually show the, the jet streams. And by GPS, we know exactly where the balloon is. We know the exact altitude. So on Ventusky, we just key in the altitude on Ventusky, and you'll see exactly where that jet stream's going. And you can put your mouse in that jet stream, and you can say, oh, 95 miles an hour here. Oh, it's getting up to 135 here. You can actually see where it's going to go. And, uh, that's kind of, kind of cool. I don't know if we'll make it across the country. It, the, the wind is a lot calmer at 60,000 feet, 70,000 feet. Uh, it may only be five or six knots. Uh, so it may be a slow ride. I mean, this thing could go up there and kind of do a little circle and fall back right at launch site. I don't know. Uh, and then, again, it might make it all the way to the east coast. I, I feel pretty sure it's going to go east. Uh, not Yeah, sure we're going to dump
3: it in the middle of the Atlantic. You know that.
2: Yeah, we've lost uh, several in the uh, Atlantic for sure. Yeah. Oh, let me look at the chat room here to see what's going on here. Um.
3: Uh, you had one asking where Ventusi is going to think it's going
2: to go. You have that mapped, uh, Tom. What gives you the pressure difference uh, when a balloon is launched at night with no sun? Uh, I have to leave that up. Kind of, I'm a new guy at zero pressure balloons here, and at that altitude, and I'm leaving that up to the professionals. Uh, they seem to know uh, uh, where that. Where that pressure is? Let's see. No, we're not going to chase it. We're just going to let it go. Uh, we'll probably, Glenn. What time is sunset around here? Maybe seven thirty or so, or
3: probably about seven thirty or so. I could I could Google it, but yeah,
2: I we'll probably launch about seven thirty tomorrow night. Um, I don't want to get a hundred miles out of town at night. You know, I have to come back, but um, you know, I think. Within three or four hours, well, I think within maybe a couple hours, we could 731 be.
3: 731 is what, what
2: time? 731. Okay, so uh, I think that uh, this thing can climb pretty fast, it depends on how much gas we put in it. Uh, I think in, in a matter of a couple hours, we could be up close to maximum altitude. Um. So, and the thing about the super pressure, see, the thing about the super pressure is we have to measure everything to the gram the weight of the balloon, uh, the weight of the payload, how much gas we put in so we know how much it expands and so forth. The thing about the super pressure balloon is we don't have to worry about that because if we put too much in, it's just going to vent out the bottom. So we just want to put enough in to get it off, get it, you know, going up. And uh, we'll probably put some extra in there to get it going up fast. Uh, and then it'll it'll eventually expand, and uh, it'll start venting. But, uh, you know, I we may see, you know, I, I don't know, man. We may be surprised. We may see 75,000. I don't know. This is a true experiment, and we will collect some data during the night that we normally don't get.
3: Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see it through the night.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm reading the chat room.
3: Yeah, I'm assuming you're not sending the ants up on this one.
2: Oh, not this. One. This is a suicide mission, really. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Fred Hers asking the launch date. It's tomorrow night, assuming the weather's good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, P-U-R, there says wrap a small coil of wire around it, you know, heat it up to melt it. I thought that's really what they were doing when I looked inside this thing. I didn't realize it was a blasting cap. But, you know, blasting cap is, you know, it's real quick, you know. Bang, you know. It's done, man. You don't have to wait for it to heat up. I guess just send a little voltage to it and
3: pow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's see.
3: So uh, any idea on how much uh, hydrogen you're going to have to put in that thing?
2: No, we don't know um, because it is so large. This thing is so large. This thing probably, well, I can tell you right now, uh, the measurements on it before it stretched was 10.5 cubic feet okay an sbs an sbs balloon the big ones we've been flying it's point point 58 cubic feet so we're 20 times bigger than an sbs and i think every time you double every time you double the gas you get four times the lift or something like that i don't know and uh, so if you know 10 to 11 cubic feet i don't know i would say let's fill it up i've got a i've got a weight we're going to attach to the bottom and we're going to fill it up till it lifts that weight and once Here, it lifts that you know, weight, here's
3: your next pilot yeah. and look it's even got ballast removers built I, in.
2: I, I noticed that i was going to say we're gonna to have to trim those first <laughs> so uh yeah we'll uh We'll see what happens. We'll probably put a little extra in, and when it lifts that weight, I've, I've already got it measured out. Uh, our our tracker, the, our tracker is heavy this time. We got we got thirty. Normally we fly a tracker. Everything is fifteen grams total. Well, just the little four AAA cells are thirty grams just by themselves. So we're up around fifty grams for the payload. So we're going to try to put. Uh, I've got a little weight of about a hundred and. 150 gram weight we're going to hook on the balloon we're going to shoot enough uh hydrogen in there to where it'll lift that weight off the ground that 150 off the ground once it lifts out we'll take that weight off and leave the and then put the uh uh, 40 gram weight on here so that means it'll have 110 grams lift wow and it should it should just you know take on off here you know all right All right. Let's see what's going on here. Gee, what? I may open some phone lines up here. Let me do that. And we'll take a few calls, uh, Glenn. If I can... Uh, and then... Let's see. It'll Take me a second to get the phone lines going, guys. And again, hey, if, if, uh, if Cindy and Van are watching tonight, hello, Cindy and Van. Glad you tuned in tonight. This is the best show to be watching right now. All right. Let me get, a phone, get our phone line up here. All right. Don't everybody call at once, but we can take 1,000 simultaneous calls. 1,000. Let's we'll see what happens.
3: Hey Tom, how much does that balloon material weigh?
2: It's heavy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it actually, yeah, an SBS balloon is a hundred and nine grams. This balloon weighed in at thirteen hundred grams. So again, eleven, twelve, thirteen times, you know, thirteen times the weight. Uh, Uh, Let's see, I'm trying to see why the phone lines are not coming up. Here we go. Let me put the phone number on here for everybody to call. All I have to do is find the phone number. Oh, just pick one. Man, I've got to clean this thing up here. Let's see. Oh, man. All right, hang on. I'm about to get it. There we go. All right. All right, I got the phone line up. Let's see. Well, heck, I don't know if the phone lines up or not. Somebody dial it and let's see if it works. <clears throat> yeah. I can't tell. I don't think it's up yet.
3: Let's yeah, I'm try. not hearing the music.
2: Well, let me try again here. So we got about 30 minutes, 20 minutes before the show ends here. So let's see if we can't, can't get a few callers in here. There's a lot of people interested in what we're doing with the balloons, so we might... uh... Well,
3: yeah. I mean, they're fun. Here we go.
1: You are the only participant in the conference. All right.
3: All right. So we're talking to ourselves. Yeah. There we go.
2: All right, guys. uh, Give us a call if you want to. uh, 712-775-7270. And the code to get in would be 407051 and pound sign. So give us a call. That way we won't have to listen to this music.
3: You'd think they would change that music from
2: time to time. Yeah, I wish I could change it, but I've looked, there's no way to do that. And uh, unless I'm watching, unless I'm watching the system, I can't tell someone calls in unless the music stops. So, I, so somehow, somehow I've got to uh, figure out how to put a light on there, put a light up here, and when the light comes on, we got a call, you know. All right. We've got international numbers. We've got uh, phone lines in 65 countries. If you're international, you can go to our website at w5kub.com click on contact us I think we got a person here you can click contact us and it'll show you the international numbers so we've got a couple people calling in now let's see we got Bill uh, up there we got Bill up in um, Massachusetts and we've got oh we got two Bills and I don't know who else we got. We got somebody else, a third person. So let's see. let me first say hi to Bill up Bill W Z one Hey Bill, how you doing?
5: Bravo Five Juliet Mike.
3: All right and what would what, your call? A B five J M.
5: Oh hey, that's Jim. Hey Jim.
3: All
2: right. Somebody somebody has um has their audio
5: up. audio on. We've got international melancholy at uh I'll let it yes. turn down the volume here okay, on the okay. Phone. Hey hey uh
2: Jim, we hear you pretty good. I think it's gonna clear up. Uh Lord, we're getting a several calls. There's a few more calling in now. How you doing tonight, Jim? You were weak on the you were a little weak on a uh a net tonight. Oh yeah? Yeah, a little bit. How how how'd you hear me? Wasn't I weak too? I don't
5: know.
2: Well, Jim, is this? Am I talking to AB5JM? I'm
5: am wb All
2: right, wait a minute. That's what we're getting. i got a pileup going on. I'm, yeah, we're getting a DX pileup here. Uh, for let me talk with Jim. Jim, uh, AB5JM, are you there, Jim? I'm here. All right. Well, I talked to you on the net tonight. I think you did well I think I did you don't remember
5: well I'm not sure if you did or not okay well I, I heard you you were weak here
2: all right let's see who else we got there who else we got there uh uh somebody throw their call Joe, out.
5: wB9 YVM, Fremont California
2: YBM wB9 got w- one I mean,
5: Yankee victor
2: Mary
5: Yankee Victor Mary
2: okay and what's the name there?
5: The name is Bill Tom. Good evening to you and the roundtable.
2: Hey, hey, Bill. And you're out. And where are you located?
5: In Fremont, California. Okay. Just south of San Francisco.
2: Yeah, your nine call threw me off here.
5: Yes. Yeah. You know, hey. Back I do now- have a basic question for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to file a notice of to airmen when you fly?
2: tomorrow evening and all the other previous flights? No. We fly... There's uh, a thing called FAA 101 Exemption. Uh, You don't have to file a a flight plan or or notify anybody. Now, if you were going to launch right beside an airport or something like that, it would be good practice to call the tower and say, you know, we're going to be launching a balloon. But uh, if you're out in the country or, or away from the airport, you don't have to The uh, FAA 101 exemption has certain things that you have to follow to do it that way. For instance, the uh, the payload, the string that holds the payload, it has to be breakable, 50 pounds or less. And like in our case, we're using a a 10-pound breaking strength. Uh, FAA 101 says that you can fly two up to two uh, six-pound uh, payloads on the same balloon and uh, you know that's 12 pounds which is I think you know quite yeah. big And we're, we, we normally fly about 15 grams uh, probably about the weight of three nickels so there's a lot of things like that that you know that you have to consider but no you, we, you don't have to uh, file any kind of permit or anything
5: okay thank you
2: you're welcome and who else we got
5: on here hey, the other Bill are you there Bill Good yeah, ride. I'm here. WZ1L. Good evening, Tom. Hello, Glenn. Uh, we're COVID-free now. We got two shots, and uh, I, I'm happy, happy, happy. I still wear the mask, but uh, uh, life will move on. Yeah, well, that's great. We've all got our shots down here uh, quite
2: a while back, so you know we're uh, we're doing okay, I guess. And you know, uh, we'll just see how it goes. We are going to be at Huntsville full as a go uh they've already announced it uh it's uh i know a lot more detail but we don't want to uh, put the uh detail that i think mark uh is in the chat room the general chairman of uh ham, ham fest is in their chat room tonight they've got some great things planned more expanded a lot more room uh so you know we're gonna we're gonna have fun there in fact uh I'm gonna say this and Kathy Kathy doesn't like me saying this, but I'm gonna say it. She says, Don't tell anybody until you know for sure. But hey, I like to uh I, I like to think positive. Do uh, you like my, to live dangerously is my, what you do. My uh, my, uh, my friend astronaut uh Doug Wheelock uh and I communicated uh, this week and he says that he wants to go to Huntsville with us and be with us in Huntsville. And he's going to put it on his NASA calendar. You know, NASA has a big uh, uh, thing there in Huntsville. And I think he can make it a business trip down there and, uh, and, and go down there for NASA. Plus, uh, there at Redstone, uh, that's where he learned, I think, to fly helicopters. And uh, so he's got a lot of ties into the Huntsville area. So he's told me he wants to go. He says he misses the ham community. we I haven't seen him in two years now. He's been with us for eight years. Uh, and he says, I, I miss the ham community, and I, I want to go. I'm going to put it on his calendar. Now, let me say this so Kathy won't be upset with me. He may not make it. This guy, is he's an astronaut, and he is very busy. He's working on training the astronauts to, to land on the moon again. And... Um, an astronaut's calendar I, I tell you it can change real fast and we're going to be very low priority but his indication was that he wants to be with us and uh, i think that would be great that would be the first time he went to huntsville with us if he can make it
0: oh
3: and if, with any luck i'll be there doing a arduino Definitely. forum on I, saturday
5: unfortunately i will not be making it this year but uh Uh, Maybe next year. Uh, I'll be watching uh, via uh, the Internet, though. Okay. Well, very good. Very good,
2: uh, Bill. Hey, let's see. Uh, Do we have any? I think you're the only one left on the uh, call here, Bill. So what else is going on with you up there? Anything else happening, uh, Bill?
3: He must have dropped off. Yeah, maybe he's not here.
2: Well, hey, guys. uh, Again, I mentioned in the the chat room about the tree antenna. Uh, I just wanted to give you a little teaser. I want to do a segment on using a tree as an antenna. And um, the U.S. military has done a lot of studies on it. It's well documented. Uh, It's well documented. They're testing. And uh, we're going to try it. And we're going to try to actually make some actual contacts with uh, using the tree as the antenna, not as the antenna support, but as the actual antenna. So that should be fun. Going to get interesting to load it. Yeah, that should be fun. I just hope my tree doesn't die. And and you know, Glenn, I think I think uh, uh, I'm going to run just uh, you know a hundred watts. I don't think I'm going to put the kilowatt on. Yeah, probably not a good idea. I, I, that might fry the tree. I just don't know, man.
3: I mean, as it dries with the RF, the tuning is going to be changing on it anyway.
2: Yeah, so uh, we're going to try it out. We'll try to make it a segment. It's uh, it's, it's so hard, though, to do things uh, by yourself here. Uh, Kathy's been good to help me a lot. Uh, With the COVID thing, uh, 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 Walter has not been down here any. Walter is usually a, a good cameraman. And, you know, to do segments like show you how we put the the coupling on the tree and the tuner and the different things uh it's very helpful to have a second person like a cameraman that can capture all this for you as you demonstrate it so we'll uh, we'll see if uh, yeah the uh the results in the, that i read that the army tested they tested trees in i think it might have been panama somewhere in central america in the jungle and uh, they found, and they showed the graphs and the comparisons, you know, you take your military radio in the back of a Jeep with, you know, a big whip on it. Uh, they found that the tree performed just as well as the uh, the whip antenna on their Jeep. So uh, that would be, uh, that would be uh, and interesting. And if it says
3: their whip antenna is really bad or the tree's really good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or they're both about equal, I guess, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: you know, people keep asking, "What about um, what about we uh, what about airplanes?" Somebody talk about the balloons. What about airplanes? And again, I, I go back to Walter, my friend Walter. In fact, Walter just retired from FedEx. He's been flying the the wide body airplane, the uh, the wide A300. Bo- whatever, huh? I guess the A three hundred. Yeah, the A three hundred, the A 300s hundred. He's been flying those uh, with FedEx now for. He's been a pilot for thirty years. And Walter told me, he says, I have never seen a balloon in the air. You know, uh, not, not a weather balloon or anything like that. He's, and, you know, there are, there are probably 1,000 weather balloons launched every day in the United States. Uh, they're launched multiple times during the day and at many, many places. And Walter says, I've never seen a balloon in the air. He says, I have seen a hot air balloon once. But, hey, that, that tells you that it's a big place up there, you know. Um, kind of like the ocean, I guess, it would be another good comparison. Uh, you know, you throw a little cork out in the ocean and it's floating. What's the chances of, you know, something's going to hit it? Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. slim
3: to none, but with yeah. our
2: luck. Yeah. Well, that's why I like to put your name on it.
3: Oh,
2: well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. All right, any other calls? Uh, the phone lines are still open. we got about 10 minutes left in the show tonight. If you're out there listening on Short way, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. That's tom at whiskey5kilouniformbravo.com. We'd like to hear from you. Do we have do we still have? Well my participant list is showing nobody on the phone. Well we got the music, so nobody's on the no, phone. No, you've
3: got the music so nobody's there. Yeah. Yep.
2: Also, if you didn't hear Katie earlier, she wants everybody to hit that subscribe button. Please, if you haven't subscribed to the show, On YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. That helps us in our ratings and rankings. Uh, And it helps uh, YouTube to share our show with more and more people. You know how when you look at a video over on the right side, you see a bunch of little uh, small videos over there on the right side? uh, That's where we show up. And uh, when I look at the statistics, a lot of people come to our show on uh, a Tuesday night Uh, from watching somebody else's video they see us and they click on it so hit the um, hit the subscribe button hit the like button we like likes and uh, if you'd like to be notified when we go live hit that little bell click on the bell and that'll let you know when when we're live Sorry about all the problems tonight. Uh, uh, right at Showtime, our expensive camera went out. It, it just didn't... It, it, the camera was working. It's just that our system here was not picking the camera up. Uh, I couldn't get it to establish the connection. So uh, we went to a, a little cheap uh, webcam uh, here the The quality's not good. I couldn't set the uh, chroma key and the brightness and stuff very good, but it got us through the show. I'll figure out in the next couple of days what's going wrong uh, with that. Yeah, we
3: got me, Really nice new HD camera.
2: All right. We've got. I think we got Jim back on. Jim, we, you back on with us?
5: I'm back on. I. You don't sound like a Tom though. No. Well, you don't sound like Jim.
2: <laughs> you don't sound like Jim. I was wondering what's going on.
5: Well, who the heck are you? I'm Tom. And if you don't believe he's
3: Tom, I'm Glenn.
5: Yep. Yep. well oh, that's pretty amazing. Oh,
3: yeah. I think Alexander Graham Bell said that too. Okay. <laughs> so.
5: Anyway, guys, uh, good show tonight.
3: Well,
2: thank you. Uh, we didn't. We had material; that just wasn't planned, and it kind of usually falls together, you know. Uh, I mentioned we had some technical issues. Kate, we got to get Katie's microphones fixed. It sounded pretty bad, actually, and uh, we'll try to get that solved for next week.
3: And hopefully I'll have some new stuff soon. Yeah.
2: Well, we had a lot of static tonight on the net. Uh, I was having trouble copying people. It's funny how static takes out the last three letters of your call. Yeah, always. Yeah, it always takes out the last three letters, man. And, or it
3: always takes out the same letter you're missing.
2: Yeah, and it always kind of scrambles it to make it sound like a different letter. Yeah. Well
3: you know, we've got a storm coming in, I think it said five o'clock in the morning, so well,
2: probably some
3: thunder lightning coming in We're with that.
2: supposed to be up to seventy percent rain by mid morning tomorrow.
5: And uh I just yeah, had to we're, gonna, from... we're going to have a bunch of uh bunch of the same here in Louisiana. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, I just had a roofer here today. They were only able to do half my roof. They're going to do the other half roof tomorrow. This is from the tree that fell on the house. Uh, I've already had, uh, one garage door replaced. Tomorrow I'm having a second garage door replaced in a few weeks. I'm going to have the driveway replaced and then let's see. Uh, and then I've got to get sheetrock replaced and painted. And then I've already had the brick rep- rep- repaired. So, hey, Glenn, I'm I'm on the road to uh, yeah, everything back to Yeah, I mean, that was, here.
3: Yeah, that's pretty good to have that brick fixed because that uh, yeah. did not look well. Yeah, the guy did a great job on it.
5: And I got to tell you guys, I certainly enjoyed uh, all the information on the zero pressure balloons. Well, that you, was something that had me confused.
2: Yeah, and you know, we've never done one as short term. You know, I hope pe- I don't want people to be, uh, uh, you know, what I'm look what word am I looking for, Glenn? Disappointed. I don't want people to be disappointed when it only flies, uh, you know, 24 or 36 hours. Uh, but it has a purpose. And one, it lets us fly Fat Boy, uh, which we couldn't fly any other way. And it's going to be fun.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Y'all yeah, have to try to watch that tomorrow night.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I never... I'm going, to be, I'm going to be looking forward to seeing it.
2: Yeah, you know, Jim, I, I've never thought about the zero-pressure balloon. And, and you know, it, it doesn't vent any gas until... You know, yeah, I said, what about... I need to check the balloon to see if it's got any little holes in it, you know, where it might leak out. And they told me, don't worry about any little holes. It's not going to leak out. And I said, well, it's not going to leak out. And I started thinking, and it's zero-pressure. So if there's no pressure in the balloon, it isn't going to leak out the holes. You know, the pressure is going to be the same inside and outside, and it won't, it won't leak out. Only when the pressure builds up is it going to vent out uh, out the tube at the bottom. And, you know, I was going to use a, a little plug in the bottom, and I was going to use like a, three, a little 3-16-inch hole. But they told me that, hey, with the size of this balloon, it, it will explode up here. He says you need a half inch hole in the bottom to vent that much gas when it starts expanding. Wow. So we, wow. learned, we learned a lot. We learned a
5: lot about it, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tom. Well let me let me clear with you here. Okay. And, and you know, best of 7-3 for maybe 5-J-M. All right, Jim. And uh, we'll be we'll be watching for you again next week. Okay, thank you so and, much. And tomorrow night.
2: All right, thank you yeah. so much, man. Good hearing from you. Take care down here in Louisiana. we got about two minutes to the end of the show. I probably need to say goodnight to everybody. So thank you, Jim, for calling in. Yeah.
5: Okay, Tom, take care. Yeah.
2: All right, Is Alan so, coming back next week? was that? Al, yeah, uh, Alan will be back with us. Alan will be back next week, I think. And, and Katie will be out next week. She's going on vacation, so we'll miss Katie next week.
3: Yeah, I, w- I will be here next week for sure.
2: Good. All right, guys, we've got about two minutes before we sign off on our shortwave station. We've got a, we've got a two-hour segment on shortwave, so that's why our show is so long, to fill up our audio portion of our shortwave show thanks to everybody out there listening on shore wave this has been a ham radio show we've talked about everything from using trees for antennas and flying balloons around the world we have a lot of fun here we've got mr. Arduino with us here the expert uh, author of uh, uh, the all the uh, Arduino books and uh, you know we've just had a, had a we always have a great time even when things don't get planned or don't work right we usually always have great great fun and We'll try to get things working a little better next week. Good night to everybody out there. Shoot us an email, tom at w5kub.com. Let us know where you are in the world. Also, um, if you will, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and I was going to say something else, but I forgot. What did I forget, Glenn?
3: I don't know. I was going to say, you know, if y'all want to see some really cool stuff, I got a tour of a steel mill yesterday. They use uh, the electric arc furnaces, which is like, thirty38 thousand kilovolt or thirty-eight thousand volt electrodes stuck into the metal. To
2: well, it. that sounds like that would make the lights dim.
3: It did. You know, you could. You know, the it was quite a nice little thump when it shorted. So yeah. uh, I, I would urge everybody. You know, go to YouTube and Google electric arc furnace, and you'll get some really nice fireworks.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. We're signing off with you. Hey, if you want to look look at our shows, you can see the video live or the, the video portion of our shows. Just go to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash W5KUB, and you'll see uh, we've got we got close to seven hundred shows recorded. Uh, a lot of neat things. Good night, everybody out there. Night. All right. We got Tony down in uh, what was that? VK3Land, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I hadn't had a chance to read the chat room much.
3: <clears throat> well, I've been watching it most of the night and grabbing relevant stuff.
2: All right. Let me close the phone lines down. Take the phone line ticker off. There we go. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Any last comments in the chat room? Uh, I'm reading the chat right now. Guys, we'll try to get the website w5kub.com. Uh, set up for the balloon launch tomorrow Uh, if not you you can follow the balloon just go to aprs.fi go to aprs.fi and put in w5kub-27 and uh, you'll be able to follow you'll be able to follow the balloon there but I'll try to get the website done if I can and uh, we'll see you guys hey Thanks, to everybody, for joining us tonight.
3: While you're at it, Tom, the certificate on your website has expired.
2: Well, I don't think it has. I, yeah, I, it has. I, I, I occasion, occasionally get that. Uh, I, I I, don't know why. One browser, some browsers don't get it. I got one browser that gets it.
3: Yeah, Chrome doesn't like it.
2: Yeah, yeah it I see that. It, it but you, you know what? You know what? That went away yesterday for me, even on Chrome. I, I went straight to the site, no message. And then I think someone's well, then I, someone sent me an email that said, you know, hey.
3: Because yeah, it, it's indicative of your certificate has yeah. expired, and those have to be renewed every so often.
2: Well, you know, they've got a credit card on file, and I know they're not ashamed of charging me, so I don't know what happened. They they
3: may just not have gotten around to updating it yet.
2: Yeah, I can call and find out. But I I didn't see that. I I didn't like it, but, but it started working for me with Chrome. So I thought, well, the trouble's gone away.
3: Yeah, it was there with me tonight. Yeah. And I don't do a lot of browsing on this computer, so.
2: Yeah. Let me see. Everybody out here uh, on a, on the net, on the chat room, go to W5KUB.com and see if you get a message about the certificate. Oh,
3: well, they had to to get to the, the chat. Uh, no. No. This yeah, chat- that's how I get the chat.
2: Well, this chat's not on my site. This chat is YouTube.
3: Yeah, but you got a link from your site, and that's where I come from. Oh,
2: uh... Yeah, but I went to it without using it, the link. I just, you know, I just went to YouTube and W5KUB. A lot lot of people now, we've changed our branding to go from, it used to be W5KUB, always go there, but we changed it to W5KUB.com slash, I mean, uh, YouTube.com slash. So we changed the branding so we got less and less people going to our website. Right. right now to get and there. That, yeah, but I mean I still do it old school because I'm lazy. Yeah. So hey guys, uh, go to W5KUB. Okay, he uh, Chris got the warning. He said Chris got the warning, and uh, let's see, it's safe. Yeah. Uh, don't don't worry. I think it's safe. You can just click. Uh,
3: yeah, Firefox is claiming the certificate expired on
2: the. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paul Reedy, uh, YouTube suggested this show to me. That's how I got here. Hey Paul, where are you? We're so glad to have you, Paul. And are you a ham or just uh, interested in this stuff? Paul Reedy, where are you? And tell us a little about you. Okay. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris, I had issues. Oh, let's see. Let me try here with Chrome. Oh, let's see. So, yeah, YouTube is suggesting for people to uh, come see us. That's good. Yeah. W5KB.com. All right. I've got Chrome here. I just keyed in W5KB.com. Okay. Yeah, I got the, uh, I got the, your connection is not private. Yeah. Okay. Paul Reedy is from Bartlett'sville, Oklahoma. K-A-5-P-M-V. Glad to have you, Paul. Uh, hope you can uh, join us next week. And maybe things will run a little bit smoother next week. They usually run pretty smooth. Uh, occasionally things happen. And, uh,
3: and they always happen five minutes before the show.
2: They usually start worrying when it happens about three minutes before the show starts.
3: It always does. Uh
2: Yeah, let's see. Okay, so Ernie, day before L V A says, I got the warning earlier tonight, but not again.
3: Yeah, it's
2: So I wonder why you get it one time and not another time.
3: Well, um the see, where does it say here? Richard is saying not not Richard, um uh, John kc7 dri is saying the certificates expired on the third and that's that's a hard thing if you're getting beyond that that's basically a cash issue and it's letting you buy yeah certificate has expired and you're going to need to give away your isp to have them fix that yeah yep
2: oh But if you're not worried about it and you know how yeah. to do it, you can click on I, advanced. You can click on advanced at the bottom of that page, right? But and a lot of people click, have they, been
3: trained that if you get you, that uh, kind of thing. You click away because it's yeah. been hacked.
2: Yeah. Richard says once you've approved a bypass, that it remembers uh, uh, you allowed it. That that may also be there.
3: Yeah, but I clicked last week and
2: yeah, you
3: know. So oh, okay. So,
2: and John said, once you click to accept the risk, it, uh, it does not ask again. So that's, that's probably well, what's going it on. It
3: does a week later.
2: We'll just get the uh, certificate set. So that would be if you go to
3: w5kub. But is link.
2: that? Are you going to HTTPS? W-5-K-U-B? Well, your link
3: takes you to HTTPS YouTube.
2: But what if you just put in HTTP?
3: I don't know because I just clicked your link.
2: Let me try that. Let's I'm try. Crazy. Let me try and see that that W5KUB also forwards to uh, tmetal.com. That, that hey,
3: Chris, that, I fail. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's I see. Fail. Uh, HTTP.
2: <laughs> We're gonna try this one. We're gonna try each. Uh, oh, wrong, uh, wrong keyboard. Wrong keyboard. Um. Uh, no. I like got like too. I, I say, got lazy. too many.
0: I
3: just. I know. Go w5kub and click the link, and I don't have. To I type got. Anything.
2: I got too many mice here, and uh, too many keyboards. Uh, Http. Slash slash. Kub. Com. All right, it, it's taking me to, it, what it's doing is forwarding me, the way I have my uh, website right. set up. It's forwarding me to my personal page the tcmetal.com now. I think that's where the error is getting. Let me, yeah, it, it's trying to go to HTTPS in, in the TC Metal. Let me try HTTP, HTTP. Oh, HTTP won't
3: get a certificate error. Slash, slash,
2: T D I N. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. If you go there, it doesn't work. Okay, all right. All right. So, okay.
3: Yeah, HTTP doesn't use certificates. Right,
2: right, right. So you can go, you can get into it either way, but
3: yeah, but you. you but need I got, to I've
2: got I've got W five kubcom forwarded to I guess the HTTPS.
3: Yeah, but either way, yeah. you need to get that certificate renewed.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll work on that. You would think that uh, they would fix that?
3: Yeah, uh, Mark Pupo is saying that T Medlin. Site is also expired. So basically, your certificates have expired across the board.
2: Well, you know, I but my only that's the only site I've got. T Medlin. The W5KUB is not that's not a website.
3: It's an alias off of there.
2: That's just that's just a forward a forward to T Medlin. So you need to get with your
3: ISP and and get your certificate renewed.
2: Yes, it's it's a
3: simple thing, but they need to renew it. They generally only last five to ten years, and, and you have to renew. Sometimes they're as short as two and three years.
2: Yeah, 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 it's uh, it's 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 forwarding to uh, to the HTTPS, yeah,
3: yeah. Once you see the S, you're automatically, yeah, encrypted and need the certificates.
2: Well, you know, I, I could go in my uh, my dashboard where I forward it, I could forward it to HTTP,
3: yeah. I mean, that would be a quick fix, that, yeah, day, yeah, yeah. Really I'll want- give my a call,
2: I got so many things going on right now. Oh man, I need uh. I need to hire about four more people to work in the studio here.
3: Oh, I know. Tell me about it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, I'm, I'm well, fixing to be going nuts <clears throat> next
2: week. <clears throat> we gotta, we gotta get our, we got issues. I thought the audio issues were, were ours tonight, but they were, they were coming from uh, Katie's they were end. They're on
3: Katie's end, Yeah, she and had There a was a second mic going on, and they.
2: Yeah, Um, obviously. Didn't want to
3: take it down to troubleshoot while you're in the middle of the show. Obviously,
2: there was another mic working in front of her because she wasn't near
3: that. I think it accidentally clicked her webcam on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that you know, and it was once once they were rolling, they didn't want to troubleshoot it while the show was going.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a bad time to try to troubleshoot, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, during the show. That's why we went to our $39 backup camera, $1,000 camera, stopped working.
3: Yeah, and, and you're going to find a loose cable or something like that. And I, like I that. checked.
2: I, you know, I did all that right when it happened, and I, I couldn't get it. So, uh, yeah, oh, man. Just another thing to work on. We'll figure it out.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, believe me, I know it. Yeah, it we'll, has been we'll it. crazy here. You know, like I say, I've technically been on vacation since October, and now you know i'm fixing to go full-time all out next week yeah you know but you know i like the money so i gotta oh yeah. I need toys yeah. yeah you know and they're, they're paying me enough to buy new toys so yeah i'm, I'm gonna do it
2: <laughs> jim asked me uh, what do i pay i have no idea what i pay uh, it's just a it's just uh, uh, doing business, you know. You know, uh, for our for our site, you know, I'm paying for uh, a website, of course. I'm paying for the uh, security uh, certificate. Uh, I'm also paying another company to provide security uh, on on the uh, on our website. And uh, it, it's interesting. I can go on the dashboard on a security company. You would not believe how many thousand times uh china and north korea and iran and even the uk are trying to get into my my website oh, into yeah. my into my wordpress site or my, or just my website alone they're using admin they're trying admin and passwords oh, yeah. and they're trying everything they can but of course they're not getting in there and the uh, company blocks a lot of that uh, but, um, the ones that aren't blocked, aren't being successful getting through. So, yeah. Um, oh,
3: believe me. I think so. The, the stat 10 years ago was if you bring a website online within 15 minutes, it's going to be attacked.
2: Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, um, you know, they've actually, uh, I, when I look at the logs, what they're putting in, they actually have, have found one or the other uh, not the password but maybe the the login you know the login is not necessarily admin it might be something else you know yeah it but might, they, be, they it have might a be you know it may be a, a it may be a b one two three I mean some some of people have actually found the the, uh, the the login but they bomb out on the password and I right. uh, got a really really strong password on this sucker right now it's it's like I don't know I won't say how many characters and special characters, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot. So anyway, uh, Hey, yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we pay for the security company to watch it. We pay for our website. Uh, we pay for the certificate. It's interesting right here. You're seeing our, our podcast. We pay for our podcast. You can get a free podcast, but you you only get so much storage. Uh, so we're paying for uh, an, uh, another company to provide our audio podcast. And, you know, I didn't think that this would be uh, much in demand, but people kept asking me to do it, and I finally did it, and I got so many thank you notes. There's a lot of people that are, that are downloading or listening to the show, just audio only, maybe driving across the country. But yeah, uh, we're on nearly every podcast carrier out there, from iNet Radio to iTunes to uh all these places and uh, so you know that's another one we're doing uh, and I'm sure there are other expenses just to uh, keep up just just the website uh, you know for the show but uh, it's all in uh, it's all good and uh, we enjoy doing it here okay and and a radio show uh, although um, well, I have been very, uh, blessed with uh, friends at the radio station up in uh, Maine, and uh, but I do shoot them some money every month up there just as a donation.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know uh, electricity. You know you run. You know run a fifty thousand watt transmitter for a couple hours a week, and uh, I mean it takes some electricity. You know to uh, to run. So I do shoot them. Usually, if I got a little money, I shoot them a, a little donation up there. Uh, every month or two months, sometimes I'll skip a month, but, uh, uh you know, I want to, I want to keep on a good side up here and let them know I'm trying to support them. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that
3: uh, that was the thing I saw yesterday with that much power going through those cables. Yeah. Just the, 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 the magnetic, magnetic field inducing those cables are making them just sway three and four and five feet.
2: Yeah. Oh That's yeah.
3: Amazing. You know, not to mention noisy and, you know, sparky and just all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. It's like lightning in a bottle.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll leave this discussion on our recorded show. Again, guys, we have about 700 shows recorded on, on uh, YouTube and uh, uh, normally, I, we, we normally play uh, 60s music or something 30 minutes for the show. Or we we, we, we I've had requests to put the music back on, although some people like hearing what some goes on. Some people
3: like the pre-show, others like the music. It's yeah,
2: I don't know what we'll do thing. about that. But I, I usually trim off the music in the front, and, uh, but I'll leave this extra 17 minutes on the, the back half of the show here. Uh, okay, well, Glenn, I think I'm going to get out of here and uh, probably go get me some popcorn or something. And uh, i got a busy day tomorrow. I'm getting a new garage door in. I'm getting uh, a new uh, half-roof put on. Uh, i got to get the tracker ready to fly tomorrow at sunset. So I need to take it near a APRS digipeter or whatever you call that and just check and make sure that it's, uh, it is transmitting the APRS signal. Uh, I've already I've checked. Got it. Five days
3: of vacation left, so I'm gonna okay know, enjoy those as much as I can.
2: We'll do it, man.
3: Because then it's back to the grindstone full time.
2: All right, guys. We'll see everybody. Good night, everybody, and uh, we uh, enjoyed uh, being with you tonight. So we are
0: signing off. Man, I used to have a test pattern I could put up here. I don't even have my test pattern up anymore, man. <laughs>